0: Thank you so much for having me, uh, Carolina Conference of Seventh Day Adventists, at this uh, camp meeting for the um, young adults. I am extremely saddened by the fact that this is now the second year that I'm not able to make it over there. Uh, Definitely, COVID-19 has had an impact on the way that we currently do things. Nevertheless, the work of the Lord must continue. So we pray that the Holy Spirit can still Use us, and is able to um, uh, work in all of us as we continue to move towards God's kingdom. Um, like I said, I'm very grateful for the opportunity, and uh, I will be um, doing the messages uh, for virtually, of course, for this camp meeting this year, and hopefully in the future I'll be able to um, uh, I'll be able to meet you guys on a personal level. But anyways, with that said, everyone, uh, let's bow our heads for a word of prayer, because what I want to do today is, um, and throughout the video series, is to uh, um, be able to really experience God on an internal level so that we are able to be more Uh, or closer to the people that he wants us to be and to the the Christians that he wants us to be, especially during these times. We're going to be doing a lot of self-analysis. We're going to be doing a lot of looking inside of all of us. So we pray that the Holy Spirit can really, really touch every single one of us and touch me as well. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you, Father, that you are a God that is constantly um, after our hearts and by that i mean father that you are constantly in the process of transforming it we need to know lord where we have been in order to know where we are going so at this time anybody that is watching this right now i want to ask a special prayer for them as they are um, uh, giving their hearts to you give them your holy spirit father if there's anybody right now that is struggling i pray that your holy spirit can comfort them but I also pray, Father, that You can challenge the hearts. That if we are far from where we need to be, that You can convict us to look really inside of ourselves, so that we can be closer to where You want us to be. So we pray, Father, as we are um, as we are doing this self-analysis, that Your Spirit can really come inside of our hearts and uh, transform it. May that heart of stone that is in there be turned into a heart of flesh. And as we experience this transformation, let your Holy Spirit, Father God, be the one that really talks to us. For we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So throughout uh, this series, what I'm going to do is that I'm going to give, I'm going to do some self-analysis. And I want us to all do some self-analysis to some of the enemies that the heart usually um, uh, comes in contact with and how that can actually damage our relationships if we don't um, take care of them. So uh, so back in the 1940s, back in the 1940s, there were four popular monsters that were invading the Hollywood scene. You know, this was back when the horror movies were taking place and they were and they were actually popular. Uh, if you maybe want to take a minute to think who were these four monsters, uh, and I'll give you just a few seconds to think about them. But the four monsters that I'm talking about, they were the Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Mummy. The Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Mummy. These four monsters, they were very powerful. They every, every, All of them had their own strength. But I, what I find interesting is that all four of these monsters... They actually got stronger, or they actually came out first and foremost during the night when it was dark. These monsters, as long as it was nighttime, these monsters, as long as it was dark, they were thriving. They were actually becoming more powerful. They were actually, they actually almost had no limits. But if you remember also correctly that all of these monsters had a weakness, do you remember what their weakness was? Their weakness was the light. Once they were exposed to the light, then they were no longer powerful. They actually lost all their power. They were actually able to um, be, uh, uh, I guess, what do you call it? In losing all of their power, they were actually able to be buried. They were able to be tamed and they were able to uh, be completely um, annihilated. And so all of these monsters right here, they give us uh, an illusion. And of course, I'm telling you this from a personal experience as well. All of these monsters, they remind us of the sins that we have inside, the sins that are inside of our hearts, the ones that we maybe don't want to let go of. Because if we put them out into the light, maybe it's going to be hurtful. Maybe it's going to be embarrassing. Maybe it's going to be something that we completely just, uh, you know, it's going to completely alter our lives. Well, this is one of the things that God wants us to do. He wants us to bring these things into the light so they no longer grow in darkness. And so they no longer um, are able to uh, have power over us. Just like these four monsters back in the 1940s, we also have our own monsters, our own sins inside of our hearts. And I actually want to touch base on these um, particular sins because the ones that I'm referring to are uh, the monsters that actually are able to um, separate, cause a lot of division and separation, especially in our relationships. Throughout this series, uh, we're going to be talking about four enemies of the heart. And which ones they are. And we're also going to be talking about the four cures of these four enemies of the heart. So, but let us always remember that whenever we leave something in darkness, it grows more powerful. But once we bring it into the light, then it loses its power and we're able to be free. And to that, I say praise the Lord. Uh, Let me ask you a question. How well do you know yourself? how well do you really know yourself what goes on inside of you that you would not there express before others now i'm mainly talking here to the young adults but there was a popular movie i'm not i'm not i'm not suggesting that maybe you go watch it or anything like that because you know a pastor to be endorsing movies you know that's kind of taboo but anyways that's your choice But there is an old movie that actually can illustrate the next point. And maybe you've seen it. It was back in the 90s, late 90s, mid to late 90s. Maybe you've heard of the movie It's called Liar, Liar by Jim Carrey. Okay, Fletcher Reed, he was playing a lawyer, of course, that he was constantly in this terrible habit of lying and lying and lying in order to get around in his job, in his relationships with his son. It actually causes divorce, et cetera, et cetera. But, and if you remember in the movie, you know, one day in his son's birthday that he promised that he would go, he actually uh, was able to, well, he was caught up in the office and he wasn't able to make it to his uh, birthday party. And his son actually wished on his birthday that for one day his dad would not tell a lie. Well, His wish actually came true, well, it actually came true, and what Fletcher discovers is that his biggest asset, which is his mouth, has suddenly become his biggest liability. So everything that he was thinking was actually being said, and it got him into trouble. It got him into constant trouble. Now, let me ask you a question. What if everything that ran through your head was exposed for all to see? Let's be honest with ourselves. You and I have issues. Me, yes, plenty of issues. You can ask my wife. (laughs) But do you have issues? I'm pretty sure you do. I'm preaching to somebody right now that knows that they have issues and maybe, maybe you just are comfortable just knowing the issues that you have, but maybe you don't wanna do anything about them. Maybe your issues are with anger. Maybe your issues are with greed. Maybe your issues are with jealousy. Maybe your issues are with guilt. See, when we look at our hearts and when we look at all of these enemies of the heart, we constantly get into a place that we don't want to be in because we don't want to admit that we have an issue. But one of the things that I'm trying to do throughout this series is that we need to, is is, is trying to get you to really peek inside of yourself. And I'm going to peek inside of myself as well. And this is something that we constantly need to do. You know, we, we, we don't only want to look for that which holds us back, but we also want to look for that, what, what, for that that can set us free. John chapter 8, verse 32. Remember, Jesus says, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall what? shall set you free. You've probably heard it, you know, also as well, that one of the things that we need to do in our lifetime in order to succeed in our relationships, in our careers and everything, maybe you've heard it before, you've heard this advice, oh, you need to follow your heart. Follow your heart and it'll lead you to wherever you need to, what is this, Disney? Are you kidding me right now? Following our hearts is one of the worst things that we can do. Because in Jeremiah, it says that the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? And God himself is the only one that can know it. We can maybe have a better idea of how our hearts are, but we can't really fully know our hearts. That's how complex we are. So therefore, we need to give our hearts every single day to the one that made it so that he can actually do his will with it. A lot of times, maybe we say things like, well, that's just the way that I am. I'm just this way. You know, this is the way that my parents raised me. This is the way that my background is. Or, you know, maybe you've heard this one before. This is the way that I am because of my zodiac sign. I'm a Capricorn, so therefore I'm this way. And I'm a Pisces, so therefore... Really? You are a child of God. And a zodiac, a zodiac sign does not determine who you are. You are a child of God and your past does not determine who you are. In fact, in order to know the future, you need to know where you've been in order for you to not repeat the same mistakes. But in order to do that successfully, God is asking us to really take a look inside of us and determine what it is that our problem is. So throughout these next series, throughout these next videos, I'm going to show you the enemies of the heart. And not only that, I'm also going to show you what the cure is for every single enemy. A lot of the times we behave in a way that we just don't want any consequences growing up. Growing up, maybe we thought, well, if I behave good, then I'm gonna get a reward. But if I behave bad, I'm gonna get a spanking, or I'm gonna get the wooden spoon, or for the Hispanics, I'm gonna get the chancla. You know how it is. We have learned to live in order for us to satisfy the status quo, that if we behave good, we'll get a reward, and if we behave badly, we'll get a really bad consequence. And this type of thinking has always kind of been that quid pro quo type of mentality, that if you really think about it, it actually can hold you back in your Christian walk, because God wants you to really look at yourself, look at your heart, so that you are able to be free from all those bondages so that you are able to live a way and a life that God wants you to bring, that God that God wants you to live. And I don't know about you, but I want to live with that freedom. I don't want to be tied to a sin that constantly is is yanking at its chains, and, and I'm not being able to, and I'm not able to pull away from. I am here because I am here to be free. Okay. So what are these four enemies of the heart? Remember. Back in the 1940s, there's four monsters, uh, the Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the mummy. The four enemies of the heart that we're gonna be talking about in this video series are, and if you wanna write it down, this is a good time to do it, are guilt, okay? And for every enemy of the heart, there's a cure. There's guilt, there's anger, there's greed, and there's jealousy. Guilt, anger greed, jealousy. These four enemies of the heart are the ones that we're gonna be talking about right now. Maybe you are already uh, struggling with some of these. Maybe you're not and maybe you don't think you do and you know and that's okay. Still, I encourage you to watch these videos because you know you, you might be thinking of something you might you might grab onto something that you've never uh, grabbed on before. But anyways, my fellow people from Carolina Conference, My young adults, I will see you in the next video, and this this video series is going to change your life by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, be with us now as we continue with this series, Father, but I pray that as we end this video that your Holy Spirit can convict the hearts and minds of the people that are watching it. May you transform us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen.